my message is titled, No Mercy for Demons. And, and, and this has been a word that's been like stirring in my heart for the last couple of days. But, but let's pray first before we open up scripture. Father God, I thank you already for what you've done. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, I just pray that anybody here that is still just wrestling in thought as to whether to fully surrender to you, God, I pray that you would invade their heart right now in these few minutes. Holy Spirit, you have the power to do it. And we come against any attack of the enemy that would try to distract right now. God, we give you our time right now in the name of Jesus. We pray and let me hear you say amen. Mark chapter 5. Go to Mark chapter 5 real quick. As soon as you got it, let me hear you say amen. Oh, you're quick with it. Let me hear a few other amens. Get about 50 amens. So I know I got 50 people that are going to shout amen with me when we get into this word. I need some folks to talk back to me over the next few minutes. Do I have any people that like to talk back? That like to shout? That like to praise God? You know, you go to a concert and that song, you know that, that one song that that artist starts to sing? And you just, you get loud with it. You start to drown him out because you know that song. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if some people know the word of God and if you don't know the word of God, you're going to know a little bit about it because I'm going to tell you this story in close. No mercy for demons. That's, that's the title of this message. Mark chapter 5. And I'm just going to skim through it a little bit and then I'm going to stop, give you an exact verse and we're, I want you to look at it closely. Jesus was, he comes to the other side of the sea uh, to the country of Gerasenes and Jesus, he steps out of a boat and he's met by a man that was in the tombs with an unclean spirit and he, he lived among the tombs. He was demonically possessed. People at this time, they just simply considered him a madman. And he lived among the tombs, and Scripture says in verse 3, no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but he would wrench the chains apart. He broke the shackles in pieces. Somebody say, in pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. Somebody say, no one had the strength to subdue him. Now that would be man. No one had the strength, so they would put shackles and chains on him. They'd try to tie him down, but he was so demonically possessed that he would do something beyond his natural strength. He would break the chains that kept him bound, and he'd run around around the tombs like a madman. And night and day among the tombs in the mountains, he was crying out and cutting himself with stones. This was an ugly, gruesome picture of a man who was possessed by demons. And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and fell down before him. And crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he was saying to him, Jesus said, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And Jesus asked him, What is your name? And he replied, My name is Legion. For we are many. And in verse 10 it says, And he begged him earnestly. Legion begged Jesus earnestly not to send them out of the country. I'm going to stop right there. My first thought is this. God is stronger. He's stronger than any opposition that would come against him. Whether man, whether demon, it doesn't matter. Nobody is greater than our God. 
It's an incredible picture of a man who's possessed. Men have tried to bind him with chains. And every time they do, he breaks the chains in pieces. It is a picture of man always attempting to control the situation. Always attempting to to fight in their own way, in their own strength. Always attempting to do it the way they think they can do it. But in this moment, we get a picture here that gives us this wonderful truth. God is stronger. And only God can break the chains of demonic strongholds. And so here in this moment, Scripture says he is so possessed that he runs around. This, This demonically possessed man runs around all day, all night through the mountains. And then the Word of God says that this possessed demonic man sees Jesus from afar. And when he sees Jesus from afar, instead of running away, he runs to Jesus. Think about that. The demonic spirit that is within him, that has kept complete control over his life, causing him to scream and to yell all night long and all through the day. But the moment that this demon sees Jesus from afar comes to this place, they recognize that they can run no more. You would have thought that maybe when they saw Jesus from afar, they would take off to another mountain or run for their life. But even the demons know that when Jesus steps on the scene, there is nowhere to run, there is nowhere to go, there is no place to hide but to simply come to the master himself. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You need to understand this. Even the demons know that when God shows up, there is going to be deliverance. There is going to be freedom. There is going to be a breakthrough. Even the demons know that when Jesus shows up, even from afar, their time has come to an end. So so here's what they do. They come a-running to Jesus. It's amazing how you and I tend to hesitate. This might sound a little strange, but tonight I want you to learn from a few demons. That when you're being tormented and when you're going through affliction and when you're down and depressed and when you feel lonely, there's no need to run from God. You might as well get right to his feet and beg and ask for his mercy. They've been chained. They've been showing off, breaking shackles and and breaking chains and running around and cutting the poor boy. And all of a sudden, from a far distance, our time is done, bro. All we can do now is just to go and surrender at his feet and beg for mercy. Why? Because God is stronger. And the devil knows that God is stronger. And if God be for us, who can be against us? But you've got to believe in faith that you have a Savior. His name is Jesus, and he is God, and he desires to dwell inside of you and give you a power in such a way that demons go running for mercy. We we implore you, Jesus, 
we, we beg of you. Oh, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. You got that right, devil. You got the name right. Put some respect on his name. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, we beg of you. Have mercy on us. What's your name? Legion. Scripture gives us that word legion because it represents the Roman guard that was known as legion. Anywhere between 3,000 to 6,000 men represented the army of, of Rome known as legion. Meaning that it wasn't just a few demons that occupied this poor man's body. Thousands. And Jesus called him out on it. He wanted to know his name so that all would see that were standing around that there's no devil in hell that's able to hold you down. When Jesus steps in and stands before you with open arms of grace and mercy and power. So he made sure that you and I would know the name of every devil that has attempted to destroy your life. Legion. For there are many of us in him. The demonic spirit of lust. The demonic spirit of depression. The demonic spirit of greed. The demonic spirit of anger. Every demon there was in this poor man tearing his body apart. And Jesus said, he said, come out of him. Scripture says that, I, 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 I picture that even as, as Legion was coming forward, that Jesus was saying, you're to come out of him. And they're begging for mercy. You're to come out of him. They're begging for mercy. They're getting closer. You're to come out of him. And they come down and they drop on their knees. This man, uh, our name is Legion for, there, there, there's, there's many. And in verse 10, and he begged him earnestly. Legion begged earnestly not to send them out of the country. Now a great herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. And they begged him again. Scripture says in the Gospel of Mark that they begged three times saying, send us to the pigs, let us enter them. And so he gave them permission. But understand this. Are you with me? Say amen. amen. He gave them permission to get to the pigs. But he did not give them permission to run free in the countryside. He gave them permission to go into the pigs. Because he had every intention to wipe them out right at that moment. Because he's an omniscient, all-knowing God. And any devil that gets in the way of his people who were created in his likeness, that devil will have his day in hell. So he never says yes to their plea for mercy, but he gives them permission to go into the pigs because the end result of the pigs was always going to be death 
whether they went over the cliff or whether they ended up at your table for some side of bacon with some scrambled eggs. It was always going to be the end of them. The permission that he granted was so that you and I could be released from the power and the stronghold of the devil. That's actually the permission that he gave. So when he said, yes, I give you permission, his permission represented your freedom. His permission represented that his mercy is towards you. One, God is stronger. Two, his mercy is towards you. His mercy belongs to you. He is merciful. Not judging, but merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. We will never fully understand or know why this boy was demonically possessed. And maybe he had opened up his heart to something that he should not have opened up to. But God always shows up with mercy. I give you permission. Go. And the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs and the herd numbering about 2,000 rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the sea. Now listen, verse 14, you with me? Say amen. amen. The herdsmen who owned the pigs fled and told it in the city and in the country. And people came to see what it was that had happened. Jesus has a way of doing something supernatural so that everyone can show up and he would receive glory for it. Some of y'all got that. They came to Jesus. They saw the demon-possessed man, the one who had had the legion, sitting there, clothed in his right mind, and they were afraid. Hold up. Hold up. Now you want to be afraid because you all cleaned up. I thought about this. They had the nerve to attempt to chain him up while he was demon-possessed with legions because they were comfortable with darkness. But suddenly, my man is all cleaned up and now you're scared of the power of Jesus that dwells inside of him. You see, folks that have gotten comfortable with darkness are really shocked when you show up and you're filled with the light of Jesus Christ. And now they all worked up because somebody ain't going to get up at Neil for their holidays. And so scripture tells us they began to beg Jesus to depart from the region in verse 17. And as he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him. Jesus, please. I, I, I never felt so good with all these clothes and all, all the cuts because I, I believe that God healed his cuts right then and there. The moment he knew who he was in Jesus Christ, suddenly he was secure in his identity. He loved, I, I believe it was such a sweet conversation with Jesus. Such a wonderful time in his presence. And he says, please, permit me. They begged him, I just want to go with you. And, and then he did not permit him, but said, 
He did not permit him, but said to him, we're almost done, go home to your friends, tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. There's three things that I want you to get. One, God is stronger. Two, his mercy is towards you. Three, you will be a living testimony of freedom in Jesus Christ. Here, here's what we get. It is amazing how at the end of this story, it is all about the power and the glory of Jesus Christ. Because when the demons showed up and asked permission to go, he released them because they have nothing to do with the glory of God. So they got to go. But then when the man, all cleaned up, asked if he could go, God didn't give him permission. You gave the demons permissions to go, but you ain't giving me permission to go? No. You know why? Because the same power and authority that I have that dismissed the, the demons, that dismissed Legion, is the same power and authority that I give to you to go back and face your family. The same power that caused the demons to run from afar and beg for mercy is the same power that I want to give to you that you might be a living testimony of my goodness, that you might be a living testimony of my mercy. I believe in the name of Jesus Christ that those of you who are committed to God, those of you who believe in faith tonight, those of you who receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, he is going to cause you to be a voice in this hour. You've been called to be a voice and he desires to give you his power and that you would be a testimony, a testimony of what you used to be, a testimony of the addiction that you used to have, a testimony of the, 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 the sin lifestyle that used to consume you, but because you've received Jesus as Lord and Savior and you've received this forgiveness and you've turned away from your sins, that means you've repented. you said no more with the things of the enemy, no more with the things of this world. That's what repentance is. I'm turning away and I'm going God's way. And when you go God's way, you're able to walk in, in power and in the fullness of his spirit and you become a voice in such a way where you, 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 he goes home and scripture says that everyone that heard him speak marveled at his words. Which means he became an evangelist of the word of God. He wasn't skilled. He didn't go to school. He didn't study anywhere in particular. All he had was just a testimony. I once was bound by the devil, but Jesus showed up and set me free. I want to pray for deliverance tonight. I want to pray for deliverance, that you would be delivered from any stronghold that does not represent who God is. That you would know the healing touch of our Savior, Jesus Christ. That you would be free from anything of this world that has kept you bound. That you would know that our God is stronger. Your God is stronger. And you can say it right now tonight. 
You can whisper it. My God is stronger than the stuff that I've been dealing with. My God is stronger than my addiction. My God is stronger than the foul things that I've been saying. My God is stronger than sin. He went to the cross and he died for your sin that you might have life and life more abundantly. And I'm going to tell you, there is no mercy for demons, but there's a lot of mercy for you tonight. And if this is you tonight, I want to be set free. I want to be set free. I don't want nothing of this world to hold me back. I don't want nothing. I don't want sin to keep me bound. I ask right now that you would move up out of your seat right now and come to the front. If you want to be healed, if you want to be set free and delivered. I know some of you tonight, you've been struggling at night and you felt like there's just been something constantly attacking you, attacking your thoughts. You come right now. There's a deliverer in the house right now tonight. His name is Jesus. No more torment. No more bondage. That spirit of fear is to be broken tonight, right now, in the name of Jesus. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. I want you to know. No, no, no. I just, I, I, I just struggle with a little bit of anxiety. No, it's a spirit of fear, and it needs to be broken over your life right now, in the name of Jesus. So you come. You come. demonic stronghold broken right now in the name of Jesus. You come. You come. Hey, listen. I was talking to some of the elders in the back and we were just talking about how it's important that we know that our God heals. And so tonight I want to I want to believe for healing in your physical body. The deliverer, Jesus Christ, is able to touch your physical body and bring healing right now in this very moment. If you believe in faith, we're going to believe God for healing. If there's sickness in your body, if there's disease in your body, I want you to come. Get a little closer. If you can, just take one step closer. Folks are still coming. We have been called to be a people that are delivered and set free from the bondage of sin and from every demon that would try to get a hold of your life. Hallelujah. I want you to pray. I want you to just raise your hands like this and, and just say, Jesus, deliver me from every attack of the enemy. Deliver me from every stronghold. I believe you are my God, my Savior. You went to the cross and you died for my sins. And you rose again on the third day. I'm a new person. I am covered by the blood. Your blood that was shed on the cross washes and cleanses and makes me whole. I invite your spirit inside of me to lead me fill me with your power that I might walk knowing that I have the boldness and the power and the faith in the name of Jesus Christ now you begin to pray you just begin to pray right now 
Whatever the Lord puts on your heart, you begin to pray now. God set me free. God deliver me. God keep me. Whatever comes to mind, God set me free. God set me free. Deliver me in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh God. Oh God, we are overwhelmed by your presence. Surrender to your spirit. God, you have healed the hearts of the broken tonight. We go out resting in your power, calling on your great name, Jesus. There's no other name greater than the name Jesus. Your word tells us that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Lord, I thank you for the spirit of victory tonight. Devil, you've been exposed for every lie. Oh God, oh God. Lord, I pray that you would cover my brothers and sisters as they go out. That they would continue to sense your overwhelming presence. For you have driven out every demonic spirit out of the country. They no longer reside in our minds. Every evil spirit no longer has its place in our heart. Lord, I even ask for a covering in their homes that when they lay down in their beds, they would know that you have enlisted your angels, your warring angels to stand over them in the night. I thank you because your mercies are new every morning. I thank you, Jesus. You bring us back safely, oh God, that we might continue to gather and to be in your presence. I thank you, God. I give you all the glory and the honor. You are our God and we are your people. In your precious name we pray. Amen and amen.